Okay, we're on another episode of GMT Weekly. Thank you very much for checking in. I'm really honored today to be in the house, in the home, in the restaurant. Everybody knows this place. Michelle Joyce of Indian Flames. Michelle, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Tony? Great. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. It's awesome. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I've eaten here several times. The food's amazing. I know that uh, you just got behind the chef's table not too long ago in that yes. pre-COVID <laughs> journey. Um, but for uh, the residents locally that have tried your food and eaten your food and eaten here at your establishment and um, enjoyed the takeout and uh, don't know you at all, I know you're, you and your husband have been working hard to, to bring this restaurant to fruition. Yes. <laughs> um, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. Uh, where do you want me to start? Just kind of. <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, start on the, uh, you know, I know that if I go back to what I know of you, all yeah. right, and heard about you, my wife, Lisa, was, uh, uh, mentions you and speaks very highly of you, that um, I find amazing that you used to be in the yoga business. I was, yeah. I, well, I still am. I do uh, privates and stuff like that, mm-hmm. meditations. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a certified uh yoga therapist. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been doing for the last several years. Um, I used to have a a yoga studio here actually in town at number seven Paris, which is just just down the street, right? Literally down the street. Yeah. Like a two minute walk. And I did that back in 2013 until about 2016, Mm -hmm. I guess for about three years. But um, yeah, so I had a little yoga studio. I've traveled India. Were you in Alliston prior to 2013 or? No, I moved here in 2012. From? Uh, from Toronto. Okay, you're in yeah, Toronto. Right. Yeah, I'm from Toronto. Uh, my family uh, moved up here. My dad and my mom, uh, they moved up here uh, several, several years ago. My father actually used to just live down the street on Wellington, mm-hmm. the parish house there, church. So, um, yeah, so we used to come up here and visit quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with this town. Alliston's an awesome, it's best. awesome place it's best. to yeah. be. Yeah. So when I was looking, I was kind of in between things in my life. And um, I was looking at transitioning and where to go. So I thought I'd come up here for a bit. Stayed with my dad and mm-hmm. uh, lived with him for a while. And uh, it was probably one of the best things I ever did for myself because everything really took off. For yeah. me at that point awesome and and from toronto did you were, were you married at that time i know your husband is in the restaurant or knows a lot about the restaurant it's yeah. been around the restaurant industry quite a bit yeah uh kevin is um uh well we know we know each other way way back we knew each other as kids okay. we grew up together and then never seen each other for about 20 some odd years and then reconnected oh wonderful um, here in alliston you did or no back in toronto okay. we connected about uh 12 years ago i guess and then um yeah he's been in the restaurant business for for a really long time mm-hmm. and uh and then here at indian flames um when we moved up here I moved up here first in, in 2012, and then he came shortly after, probably about four months or so mm-hmm. after. And then we, I opened up the studio, and that's where I met Clyde, um, who owns Indian Flames. Okay. He was owner of Indian Flames and this, the building, and he was one of my students. And, and that's how Kevin met him. And at that point, Indian Flames wasn't even here yet. It was just being built at yes, the time. Yes, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was just a, all the construction and all that stuff going on. And um, and then when 
the restaurant opened at that point, um, I still had the yoga studio and Kevin started to work with Clyde probably shortly after. Like we were here with Clyde celebrating with his family during the soft open. Mm -hmm. We've been a part of this restaurant for like a really long, like from the inception of okay. it really. Okay. And yeah, Kevin's been in the restaurant business. He's been here since the time it opened. Yes. Um, and then went with Clyde to uh, the steakhouse for a couple of years. Until yeah, the we steakhouse were down on Victoria Street. Just on Victoria yep. Street, yeah, table yep. for two. And until we were ready to take this over. Okay, so. all right. Um, and um, so before I get into that takeover stage, mm -hmm. uh, tell us a bit about your journey to India and yeah. uh, your stay in India. And, and it must have been amazing uh, what you had learned there in that country. It's a beautiful country. That was, um, it was, I, yeah, it was a real, real great experience. I moved there, um, and I say I moved there because I was there for four or five months. Yes. So I didn't just go for a visit. Um, I lived there in an ashram for five months. I did my teacher's, my teacher's training for um, yoga therapy. And um, the experience there was, uh, <laughs> a little play on words, but it was enlightening. Yes. Um, yeah. It really was uh, an eye-opener. I mean, it's just such a fantastic country yeah the culture is amazing eh? oh the yeah. culture is amazing it's lively i mean there's music popping all the time it's mm -hmm. colorful and it's uh, there's people everywhere and it's my first month was a huge culture shock just because coming from here i mean it's so quiet outside yeah and then you don't nearly have the population that they have right. in india right and then to go there and then the population the people the sounds it was uh the first month was was tough and then afterwards i settled in and i knew once i was sleeping in a tuck-tuck coming home, I was home. Yeah, you <laughs> I was knew that. totally comfortable yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, yeah wow. it was an awesome experience and um, met wonderful people and great friendships and um, learned a lot about the food, mm -hmm. and uh, which uh, was great, and studied Ayurveda there as well, which is like the sister science to yoga, so okay. there's a lot of nutritional background with that. Right. Um, which connects with my holistic nutrition that I studied, so it kind of all kind of plays in. But I learned a lot there. So in your in your and you know if I may use that term again, enlightening, which I believe you totally uh, on that aspect. Did did your your you know your learning and your and your practice and what you gathered there was it more of a focus on yoga therapy or did it also include the food aspect of now? Yeah, no, the food as for, well oh yeah well, the cuisine when I, and and, and yeah. everything so it was cooking part like I I just kind of took what I could and from who mm. would teach yeah, me yeah, so yeah. where we lived um, the there was a house um, you know a chef I guess uh, a lady who worked there and she cooked for us every day yes so I would spend time with her while I was there trying to learn what, okay. what it was that she was doing yeah. Also for myself, um, when I first moved there, I was vegan, and um, which was challenging because uh, the, their food doesn't have vegan options. Not too options. many. No, not too many. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it was challenging. So that's where I really needed to uh, put myself into that kind of role and kind of learn, like, what can I cook and what yeah. can I eat yeah. and, and, um, and, uh, and, 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 took what I could from that mm -hmm. and so the ladies there were wonderful in teaching me what they could mm -hmm. so I can kind of see it's uh, I can see an enlightening period of yoga therapy that while you're cooking here in Indian flames yeah there's an enlightenment in every dish 
<laughs> that could be a, I mean, that's a good plug, isn't it? That I think that's perfect. Could be your tagline. An enlightenment in every dish. That's right. From Michelle, right? No, I, I, I love that. I can, I can feel that totally. So thank you for, you know, letting us know a bit about that journey, uh, Michelle. Um, now, what's really, really, I, I think a lot of the listeners don't know, uh, we've all gone through challenging times. Uh, we've all remodeled ourselves, evolved, had to do what we've had to do yeah. to get through these present times. Um, but, you know, you as a business person, you and Kevin, I mean, the takeover of, of Indian Flames restaurant was right prior to the shutdown. And here you are, I mean, trying to understand you had your, your, your layout for your tables and your seats and your yeah. chairs and your design and, yeah. and envisioning how many people were going to be here and everything. Yeah. I could just imagine. And then a week or so, boom, yeah. you're shut down. You haven't even served anybody, no. uh, basically, right? Um, and then I, I did notice your takeout inception like every restaurant mm -hmm. did uh, here locally they jumped right onto the takeout um, area of the business but it must have been a difficult time if maybe you could you share that and I, and I respect you so much in your journey how you can just flip and and try to survive I mean we all are trying to survive in our way and the way you and Kevin did it uh, and I haven't even expanded into what else you've journeyed into. Yeah. Just jumping in a takeout when you were prepared to serve everybody in your restaurant to a full house. How did that, how, how did that affect you? I mean, it must have been challenging. Oh, it was. Um, I mean, the plan for us to take over Indian Flames, I mean, this was going back. So we started really nailing everything down probably around October mm -hmm. in 2019. So we set the date in December uh, for April 1st. Yeah, that was just a date that kept on coming to me and I said to Kevin I said that's a good date, you know, let's <laughs> yeah. Let's talk to Clyde and let's set April 1st for taking over Indian Flames. So we're like, yes, okay We're gonna do that. So I was here just doing some final training and stuff with Clyde. And I think it was probably about Yeah, it's the 15th or so of March. I guess it was that week. That was the shutdown. Yeah. Right? My birthday's on the 14th. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Turn, turning 60 and the world shut down. <laughs> that was it. What a birthday party. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> a real great birthday party. <laughs> one to remember for Yeah, sure. one to remember. <laughs> um, yeah, so the week was, yeah, it was the week of the 15th and we were, you know, cooking and all that stuff and then just got that notice from, uh, from Simcoe Health. Yeah. But uh, everything was to shut down. Be shut down. I think it was supposed to be like midnight on the Tuesday or something like that. And I was like, oh my God. Both Kevin and I were just like, we were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, here? I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we luckily, luckily, our, our um, menu, I mean, Indian Flames has always had an established takeout business, which is good. Okay, all right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not to the extent of what it is today now what yeah. it had to become yes um, it was very small in comparison to what it was I mean mainly it was a dine-in mm -hmm. restaurant mm -hmm. um, so the major changes at that point there is just trying to figure out what's going on you know are we open are we closed okay we're closed and but the major changes happened when it was April 1st when we took over yeah um, we had to completely switch gears so at that point there was no dine-in um, you know we had to remove tables we had to uh, just go fully 
fully take out so we were looking at our menu and luckily most of the stuff was able to just kind of go that way yeah. um, where we ran into a lot of challenges is that <clears throat> our food as much as our food we can use local products there's a lot of stuff we couldn't use locally and it wasn't just our borders that were shutting down India where we get a lot Everything of our stuff that's, from that's true, that yeah. is shut down all the supply chain yes yeah. so that's where we ran into huge problems um, I mean luckily we were able to maneuver around it um, we were able to start sourcing stuff locally to mm -hmm. see where we can use things locally in case things were completely shut down so mm -hmm. we're talking to like you know, you know specific farms that grow lentils yes, and all that yeah, type of stuff yeah. just trying to see what we can do um, but the supplies were getting lower and lower and we'd go down to our supplier and, and some weeks we wouldn't have this and we wouldn't be this and so that was a challenge mm -hmm. um, so then we just you know where we could when we made a little bit this week we stocked up there and it's just yeah. had we, yeah. we just kept on trying to stay um, a few feet ahead all the time gotcha. always always looking forward and looking forward yeah um, and I think that's really what kind of was able to get us through because if we're stuck in the mindset of oh my god what are we going to do i don't think we would be no. here right now still today six months later um so for both of us luckily we have a lot of experience in the industry i mean for myself even pre-yoga days and all that stuff i worked in hospitality and all that stuff years ago waitress bartender that was my life yes um and then kevin did the same and so we just said okay no we got to keep on looking ahead yeah. You know, not yeah. not look for you know this moment right here. And one thing we both said to each other when we when this all happened is we said, okay, we're not going to open up our dine-in until we know it's completely safe. So we decided at that point we would um, just focus on the restaurant as being as being a takeout restaurant until we were able to do the patio. Um, and the patio we already luckily already had in place back in. I guess it was February, mm -hmm. I think at that point, talking that we can do like a non-permanent structure outside. So yes. we already had the patio idea in place. Um, and then I think the week before the patios were set to go that we were allowed to do, I think in phase two. Yes, yeah. Um, we are already starting to prepare. So I said to Kevin, we were ready. saying, okay, we need to be ready. Both of us are like, we need to be ready, have certain things in place. So when yeah. they say go, we can set that outside yeah. up. <laughs> and I remember that go because I was the first you were the customer. First customer. <laughs> the first customer at Indian Flames On patio. The Friday night. My wife and Wendy Gabrick and Craig, yes. we were there, and yeah, awesome. we had a Thank blast. You so much. No, that was so it was great. A, well. It just felt so good to be alive and and get out again. Yeah, in some kind of normalcy, right? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. One of the things, like for us, when we open up, like you're saying about all these dreams and ideas, when we open up the restaurant, I mean. The idea you want your customers here, you want yeah. them inside. Yeah. You love hearing the chatter. You yeah. want to be able to socialize, and you know the beautiful thing is the open kitchen, so you can cook and you can talk to people, mm -hmm. and yeah. and it's and we really wanted to have that. Yeah. So yeah. having the patio and you guys here that night and everything that was just that like, was great. We had a, ah, we had a it was you know, it was a great it was a great moment. It's funny how these little memories in time and what they mean and what they were. Yeah, that's a memory that. I, I won't forget yeah, ever. Like it was just a moment. It, yeah, it was planted in history, right? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, you've continued, Kevin, have continued to evolve. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> if you're look, you know, this does not look like a restaurant. No, it doesn't. It does not look <laughs> like a restaurant. And how they've 
continue to evolve here is just absolutely incredible. Yeah. The entrepreneurial um, vision and spirit that they have to continue when their first vision was food service industry yeah. <laughs> um, is just incredible. So what you've done is, and I don't know how you delved into this, but I think I've, yeah. I saw some market exposure. Lisa was keeping yeah. me up to date. Oh, these beautiful purses and beautiful this, but you have, it, it looks like an Indian textile shop here with yes. pillows and blankets and, yeah. and tablecloths and artifacts and clothes and it's beautiful. It goes on and on. And you have like a retail store now <laughs> in Indian Flames, still with your takeout business yep. going on, etc. How did this come about? Because this is incredible. And from my understanding, well, I think now with the second wave, yes, obviously very present. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, you know, it, it does resonate with me what you said several minutes ago. We're sticking with takeout in the restaurant until we know it's safe. Yeah, and I and I think your mindset has stayed on that track. It has, yeah, it's right. Completely. We haven't you, deviated. From you it. haven't deviated. You no. knew that a second wave was yeah, coming. We, we foreseen it. <laughs> you, you you knew that it wasn't going to be safe to set up shop inside. Mm -hmm. So, tell the audience how you've channeled out, and now you have this retail beautiful beautiful shop. I'm telling you, it's ladies and gentlemen, you. you have to be inside Indian Flames to really feel mm -hmm. what she has brought in here. Thank but you. how did you get into this? Obviously through survival and entrepreneurship, but it's just amazing what you have here. Please let yeah, us know. Yeah, this is, um, well, this is one of the things Kevin and I always talked about. Mm -hmm. When we first, this is probably going back like you in 2011 yeah. when something happened and transpired and, and we were like, we should, you know, look into doing like an Indian textiles business, um, like imports. And it just never panned out, never happened. Right. But it was always there in the background, yeah. always there in the background. And when we took the restaurant over and we couldn't have dine-in, we had a lot of real estate in here that wasn't generating anything for, for us. Sure. Yeah. And um, we're like, okay, well, we need to we need to do something with the space. So at first, we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put like a little Indian market type of stuff, and that's still kind of like we're working on little bits and pieces of this, little bits bits and, bits and pieces of that. Um, and then a lady who, I didn't meet her, but I connected with her on social media probably about three years ago. Um, and it just didn't, the timing wasn't right. Mm -hmm. I'm a big person on timing and divine intervention, mm -hmm. but the timing wasn't right. And um, so we never connected. But I said to Kevin when we were talking about it, I said, you know, what? I said, whatever we do here has to stay within the experience. Mm -hmm. We need to create an experience for our guests. So. It's one thing to come and have Indian food, but if we're going to be selling anything in this marketplace that we're creating, it's got to be Indian. It's got mm -hmm. to stay with the, cu the culture. Mm -hmm. And I have a love for Indian textiles. Like, you would not believe how much I brought back I can with me when I went. I can tell by, by <laughs> what I, I see. I can tell. When I went to India. Yeah. But, um, so, I said to, we were saying, okay, what do you want to bring in? And we're thinking, okay, you know, some, maybe some nice block-printed tablecloths, things like that. If they can't eat here, maybe our customers can bring that dining experience home so they can buy some food and maybe oh, okay. pick up some table. But that's what my thinking was, you okay. know? So you can't have dinner here, but you can create your own Indian dining experience gotcha. at home. Okay. Um, so I reached out and looked for the lady who had this business. And I couldn't find her. It took me days and days, days looking online. And I eventually found her, Stacia. 
and uh, we connected and she's like well oh, oh when we did connect her business she said she was, was closed down no way yeah that's divine intervention <laughs> That's I'm like, oh my gosh, you shut no down. Way. What are you talking about? So I messaged her. I said, this is what my husband and I are doing. We have a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, this is my experience. India, da, da, da. So she knew that there was some kind of connection there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? I have some stuff. Why don't you come meet me? We can see what we can do. So I went down to meet her and in the storage unit. And um, I must have spent about seven, eight hours there. We were going through everything, but... Mostly, her and I connected on such a deep level. It was unbelievable. Like, we just talked and we talked about our experiences in India and our love for the people, the love for the culture, and our love for the textiles and all these, these things that, um, that they make and create and, and, and our, our experiences there. And, um, and we just kind of, you know, I don't know who said it first, if it was her, if it was me. It was just like, I was just like, you know. I would take all this if I could. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay. <laughs> and and she was like, "Oh, just give me a moment." And then she's like, she left, and then I was like, still going through. And then she came back, and she goes, "So I talked to my husband, and my husband said I think the universe sent you here." <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay, I think so too. So it was really like a great kind of kind because of, she was looking to, um, to release all this stuff to somebody but she says she couldn't just do it to anybody to sell it to anyone wow. she's had many offers and some of her offers were some really big corporations out there and she said no and um and the reason why is because she formed and nurtured the relationships mm-hmm. of everyone who's made all these pieces here so mm-hmm. the nice stuff about all these textiles are all handmade they're vintage pieces uh made from repurposed um saris uh, vintage blankets, old wedding dresses, or no way, gowns, really, all the yeah, all the all the oh, stuff there. Oh my goodness! So, um, but she worked there in international development. Her yeah. husband was in, in IT, and they met. She had to go to villages yes. where she met people and saw the stuff that she was doing, and so she started that business from the ground up. Knowing my connection to India and my love for the culture, and I was actually planning on going back in January and then decided mm-hmm. not to. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing because they yes. probably would have yes. to come home early. And uh, but we talked like her and I about you know, this is a perfect transfer of everything, it's a perfect relationship, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and really like a like. We're like family now. Like it's it's, it's yeah. a beautiful connection. Like when it's not. easy and it's a re- it, you know relationships are so important. Like yeah. when it's easy, it's easy, isn't it? Yeah, it really. It just kind of all fell into place. place. Yeah, and that's why I was talking about divine timing because it wasn't right back then. Yeah, and um, I first just picked up a few pieces and then we talked and it's funny because like I went back, I came back here that night after being there for like seven hours and I said to Kevin, I said we need to talk, and he's like. Let's do it. <laughs> he already knew. Wow, good for you. So I did, yeah, wow. yeah, he already knew. So I mean, obviously, it's a it's a transition, and and uh, yeah. it's great. So I mean, we're really happy about all this stuff being here, and and um, like I said, we have a, a love for it all. Incredible! I didn't uh, really realize that about uh, the fabric of of. Oh, all the yeah. textiles yeah. And, and where they come from and, and the meaning behind them. I, I did not know that. Yeah, so a lot of it's like uh, yeah, block printed and they're all worked by hand. Wow. Um, these here, like yeah. say like this, something like this here, mm-hmm. is uh, like that's a neckline that's from a gown, from a dress. So they wow. take all these pieces, these are little laptop bags, 
Wow. But they take um, all these pieces and they and they repurpose it. So it's wow. something that we can really. So not from, only is really. your food enlightening, your <laughs> your textiles are enlightening as well. There's a message There's behind. There's a message. Yeah. Wow, there that's really, really deep. That's really beautiful. Yeah, there really I did is. Did not know that. Yeah. So that's an incredible journey. So now here you are, pre-COVID panic. Um, reassemble. Yeah. Get your vision straight. Stay on track. Mm -hmm. And now Indian Flames consists of really a textile-friendly vision of, of Indian crafts and, yeah. and, and items with phenomenal with Indian food. takeout food. And <laughs> if it's a sunny day, you get to have a cold beer in the patio too. That's right. Right? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> this is really incredible. I did not know that about, uh, you know, especially the textiles aspect of your business here. So yeah. is this something that you think you're going to hold on to and maintain, oh, let's is, say, in a post-COVID world? Oh, this yes. is staying? <laughs> yeah, this is something. I mean, we, we, like I said, we talked about doing it before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID, um, you know, it forced us to have to, I mean, we've always been kind of think out of the box people. Yeah. But it really forced us to think out of the box. Like, it, it was, uh, it put us in a position where we had to right. do something. Right. Um, so... You know, when we decide we're going to do it, the textiles is just this is something that's yeah definitely going to stay. We have its own business name. It's called Copper Bowl Studio, and okay. it has uh, an Instagram and Facebook page, and and now an online store that I accidentally that put tri- live yeah. today. It's accidentally <laughs> it's live. live now. I hope it's not free. Free. <laughs> no, it's not. free. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, so but no, this is it's not going anywhere. Okay, so I, I mean, yeah. we'll see where everything else goes. But I can just see this really growing. Beautiful. And the restaurant. Really and so wonderful. Forth. In your in your food takeout, do you do do you do levels of catering like wedding? We offer we offer catering. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we offer catering, and um, so that is an option for anybody doing um, larger events, larger or, events or parties at home. I mean, I don't know what's happening at this exactly, point, but yeah. I mean that is always an option. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so there's uh, the dine in. As for the patio, we're going to try to keep the patio going as long for as, as long possible. as we can. Yeah. 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 And we're looking at, uh, you know, getting some heaters and stuff outside and yeah, try keep to keep it going. that going at least yeah. until November if yeah. we can do that. Yeah. And um, just had to come a little more bundled up. <laughs> it's exciting. You know, on a January, I make, sure. make it interesting, right? Yeah. You know, well, that's fantastic. Um, really great uh, having you on the podcast. It's been really yeah, incredible finding out a little bit more about you and your journey and Kevin's and uh, so much hard work and planning, but your survivors, it's really impressive. And all in Alliston, surviving talent, you know, um, yeah. and, um, you know, uh, you know, enlightenment in every dish, enlightenment in every <laughs> item sorry. here. I, I just, put that as our new tagline. I love it. I, I, I just really love it. But is there something that maybe I missed, Michelle, that you'd like to share with the listeners out there? You work so hard in, in, in serving our community with your wonderful food. And um, your textile business now, is there anything that you'd like to share? Um, I think we covered quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as for, I mean, you can find our hours, all that stuff on, yeah. online. So yeah. all that stuff's there. And um, we have our Instagram and Facebook page. So give us a follow. Mm-hmm. And um, no, other than that, just mainly just to really thank the community. Yeah. I mean, uh, it wouldn't 
we wouldn't be here without the it's, great. it's the best community. The community here it's in Allison. I mean, the support has been unbelievable. It's the best, and yeah. uh, everybody really rallying to to help out uh, yeah. the small businesses. And, Absolutely, and um, yeah. so we are very blessed and very grateful for all that. So I do thank the the yeah, listeners absolutely. for that. Absolutely. So uh, no, I totally agree with you. This community is the best, and it rocks and. Uh, um, that's one of the reasons I'm doing this. Yeah, you know? no, and, and thank you, Tony, yeah, that's for, been great. Yeah, for it's... thinking of us and nope. inviting us on Absolutely. here. Love your food and love your presence yeah. and love your enlightenment. <laughs> Thanks. I love it. All right, just very deep. So, Indian Flames, okay, for your takeout. Uh, phenomenal food here. Michelle and Kevin put their love into it. Uh, and, um, you know, if you haven't checked out their, their store, their restaurant inside, they're not serving, but it's a store. Like Texas is everything Indian. And as Michelle was saying, just how the fabric and everything comes together for the textiles that she has sourced out to yeah. serve us here in this community. It's quite wonderful. I really love yeah. it. Thank you. Okay, great. Well, remember, best Indian food in town, Indian plants. <laughs> Michelle, see you on the next show. Bye. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Pretty good. Yeah. I think I can help now. <laughs> 29 minutes. Yeah.